All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Two Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. We are recording on Sunday, April 25th. And Jake, you're in a bind right now. As we begin recording, you are trapped. You are in a bind. You have a, a quandary. It's pretty rough, man. It's it's like the movie Saw. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Saw. Uh, the first one, the good one. I'm laughing because I know where the comparison's coming in already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen this 20-year-old horror movie. The guy's chained to the thing, got to saw his own leg off, can't do it. Anyway, so I am a severe alcoholic. You, you know, I've, I've made This no, is for uh, first-time listeners. Regular listeners will listeners. know that you're a severe alcoholic. Right, right, right. Um, so I, I got I got fucking trashed yesterday because it was a fucking... I, I, I saw my first movie in a theater yesterday. You, oh, what you know, did you see? Since, since I saw nobody. So what? Bob Odenkirk. Nobody. Oh, oh, uh, nobody. I thought you said the notebook. I'm like the notebook. That's why I asked for clarification. <laughs> yes, I, I drove a DeLorean 88 miles per hour. I was able to drive back in time to when the notebook was in theater. And I saw uh, actually, they are showing retro movies. I am probably going to see Jaws tonight because I do not think I've ever seen it on, in a movie theater. So they are showing old films in theaters. They've do, been doing it all summer here. So I took my kid to see uh, Indiana Jones 3. I took both of them to see. Um, I took my son to Indiana Jones 3. I took both of them to The Nightmare Before Christmas. And I'm thinking of going to Jaws tonight. So not that the Dude, fact that I a saw man, Jaws again a couple years ago um, holds up really fucking well. To today. It is. God it's great. But I was just saying. The idea that the notebook would be in theaters is not silly. The The idea you would be seeing the notebook, that is what was silly. So you saw nobody. I'm curious to see your it's a it's a really great movie. I am curious to see your son's uh, uh, feedback on the movie Jaws, because my sort of takeaway after watching it, like I'm not recently, taking him tonight. I'm thinking of just going by myself. He's, oh. he's six. He's a little too young yet. Well, Tell me what you think, man, because I remember seeing it when I was a kid and thinking, wow, that's a scary ass shark. Now, the thing that that movie makes me afraid of is parenting in the 1970s. Holy shit. They were just <laughs> dude. It's a monster whose only weakness is just not letting your kids go swimming. That's it. That's how you can defeat them. They were like, nope, bridge too far. It's the summer. Our kids swim. Fuck you. Get in the water. <laughs> this is America, bitch. We have freedom. We have the freedom to swim. And that's what we're going to do. They just kept going swimming. Yep. All they had to do was stay on the beach. Do you remember what came out? I can't remember the name of the movie, but uh, Jaws was, I can't remember the tagline. It was uh, don't go in the water. Uh, Jaws 2 was just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. But there was a movie between Jaws 1 and Jaws 2 it was about um, kind of like the movie Tremors, where something on the beach in the sand was coming up and eating beachgoers. And the tagline was, now you can't even get to the water or something like that. They made a movie about the beach because Jaws was such a hit. They said, well, what if what if there was something eating people before they got to the water? And it just bombed. But I remember was the movie a- called Coronavirus. Was it called Corona? <laughs> they had to no, close that was the a documentary. Corona. Yeah, that one wasn't as good as Jaws. Uh, but no, it, if you made Jaws today, it wouldn't even be called Jaws. It would just be called the town that didn't give a damn when their kids were eaten at the beach like that. That would just be the name of the movie. Oh, you couldn't make it today because uh, helicopter parenting. It would just literally be. Uh, one bad thing happened uh, in 
in uh, Northeast America. So all the beaches in California are therefore closed because one bad thing happened across the other side of the country. Like we shut everything down. One, well, one yeah, no, it's that's what I'm saying. It yeah. wouldn't happen today. And, and, and the parents would be scarier than the shark. It would just be the fucking the Jaws parents going, get in the water, Billy. God damn it. I'm tired of your crying. Oh, there was a second grader eating at the beach yesterday. So I don't want to swim because every time I close my <laughs> eyes, I see Billy being torn apart and eaten. You Billy, are a goddamn fairy. Busy and not to come downstairs. That was that was why I said Said, I'm busy and not to come downstairs. Hilly, Hilly, go upstairs. See, Jaws Sorry. parents would have just thrown her in the goddamn ocean and been like, <laughs> swim, just swim but with the goddamn sharks. What you just heard was parenting in a nutshell. Okay, both of you, I am going downstairs. I will be recording. I'm going to be busy. Okay, okay, don't come downstairs. Okay, not even five minutes in. Daddy, daddy, as like, I just that that's parenting in a nutshell right there. Dude, uh, the, the Jaws parents would have catapulted her over the little cage in in at for the lions at the Zeus, man. They would have just catapulted them into a fucking into a goddamn shark tank. Launched him in. But we, we I, to digress, Saw, we are comparing your situation to the movie Saw. Yeah, so I'm an alcoholic, right? Which means I'm hungover. Like I said, fun day yesterday, went to a movie, went to a pool hall afterwards, drank a bunch of margaritas, just continued drinking all night, as you do. So I have a vicious hangover right now. Now, what saves me and what saves the podcast in these situations every is, Sunday, pretty much. It's pretty much every Sunday. Uh, is is monster energy drink. Now, Amy, my 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 fiance is teaching a um a ballet class in the living room. So I cannot go in the living room. A Zoom ballet class, is it? Yes. Zoom ballet class. Everything's everything's goddamn digital now. So I cannot leave to go get more monsters. I ordered, not only can I not go to the bodega to get more monsters, I ordered off of Amazon two days ago because I, I, I discovered it's way cheap that way. A 24-pack of monster. It has just arrived as of 15 minutes before us recording that outside <laughs> my door. So I got a picture in my email of 24 monsters sitting right on the other side of the goddamn door that I can't go to right now. You can't sneak past her at all. Like my wife is a professional like office and she gets on Zoom meetings and I'm able to just zip right by the camera for a half a second. If I need something, get by the like. Yeah, it's noticeable in the background, but it's, it's if you go fast, it's, you know, as long as you don't stop and gawk and look in the camera and, hey, sweetie, well, could I talk to you? That's that is the one thing I miss about Iowa. You know how you just said you have room to zip by while she's doing something. Oh, so I live in a New York apartment. It is a basement <laughs> apartment. See the basement that you're recording the zoom in. That's my whole apartment. It's my yeah. whole apartment. Put in a toilet and a stove and a little partition for a bedroom. That is my apartment. The, the toilet part, you made me think of, have you ever been uh, in an Iowa farm basement where they just add a toilet in the basement, but they don't put up any walling around it? Have you ever seen that? I've oh. seen it dozens of times where you go into a house and in the basement, there's just a toilet backed up against the wall, fully functional, but it's like the entire basement is the bathroom. Like if, if you're not shy, you can use it. Or if you're just down there by yourself, but they just would put a toilet somewhere in the basement with no bathroom, no walling, no part. Sometimes they'd put a screen up, but generally they're just uh, Iowa farm farm basements. will have a toilet somewhere in the, the back corner. 
do they even use those portable walls? Those no, nothing. Animals? Nothing. Just wide open. Really? Like usually unfinished basements, obviously, like shitty, shitty basements. No, no drywall anywhere. But they wanted a toilet down there in case they were down, you know, I don't know, stacking shit in on on uh, files or shelves. Yeah, I've had to shit in front of people in the army. Uh, not not a fan. That was, you know, and I'm all about saving a buck or two. But uh, walls around you while you shit. That's that's I, one area that I'm not I'm not willing to cut the corners. You know, I remember seeing Full Metal Jacket as a kid. And seeing the bathroom and going, I don't think I could ever join the military. I do not think I'd want to be sitting in a bathroom taking a shit next to a bunch of guys taking a shit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that that modesty right there is one of the main reasons I never joined the military. It was just that scene. Like, if that's how the toilets are, I'm not, I'm not, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, Luckily, it wasn't that many times while I was training that that I had to do it. But yeah, yeah, shitting around other people not uh, not good. I mean, I, I suppose the shitting part would would be quote fine, but it's the then having to wipe your ass where you're like you're you're basically even though you're wiping, you, it looks like you're rooting around in your ass. That's the part I don't think I'd yeah. want to do. Like just sitting on a toilet. Yeah, okay, I'm sitting on a toilet. Ooh, I happen to be taking a shit. But then the after part where it's like. Hey, I'm just, you know, rooting around back here. Don't don't mind me. Yeah, it sucks. Until you get a little more rank, then you uh once you're an E5 sergeant, you you, you get privates to do that. But uh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you order everybody out of the all right, I gotta take a shit. Everybody outside. No, no, no. You order a, a private to do it like Henry the Eighth. Uh he is now your <laughs> ass wiper. <laughs> or uh, Eddie Murphy in coming to America. Pretty much. Yeah. I haven't seen the new coming to America. Uh Lydia and I made it. 18 minutes in a lot of people I saw that just it's it's lazy it's it, 18 minutes and zero even smiles uh at our end where we just we're like all right we're done we most we, we sequels just, are dog shit um especially sequels that are clearly money grabs that are done 30 years later yeah although I am in the middle of watching a really good 30 year later sequel that that I really enjoy Amy Amy hadn't seen it she was falling asleep about halfway through color of money with uh Tom Cruise and Paul Newman. Yeah, The Hustler. Uh, the Color of Money yeah. is the sequel to The Hustler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sequel to The Hustler. Great fucking movie, man. Um, yeah. I'm I'm sad to hear that coming to America um did not did not hold up like The Color of Money. The here's the sad thing about coming to America. Um, you you can tell where it's going within five minutes. It's kind of like the same thing with Bill and Ted number three, where and look. To even talk about this, you get labeled as, uh, uh, I don't know, the patriarchy or white male privilege or I, how it's a very cheap story that you know that they're only writing because of the times we are living in. If this had been done 20 years ago, it probably would have been an original tale. But since it's being done today, it feels cheap and like they're just cashing in. And the tale is... Uh, he has Eddie Murphy has three daughters, but he needs a male heir to become the king. And then he discovers that he has a son in New York because he banged Leslie Jones back in the day during coming to America number one. Yeah. And so even not having finished the movie, I can tell you right now, it's 
going to be about how, oh, maybe we can rewrite the laws and a girl can be queen and rule the country. Dude, and I think they should go ultra woke with it. Papa, I identify as genderqueer. You are genderqueer. I guess you can be the king, princess, whatever that is. Actually, if they wanted to go ultra Wakanda. woke, they would have said, we don't even need kings or queens anymore. It's 2021. Why the fuck do we have royalty? That's what they should have done. But 20 I years am now ago, the person in charge of the country. I do not uh, I conform to any gender norms. Yeah. But 20 years ago, a female empowerment film would have been interesting and unique and relevant, relevant, relevant. Today, it just feels like they're cashing in. It just felt like, well, what can we do? Like the same. Did you see Bill and Ted three? I did not. I forgot that they made it. Yeah, it, it was fine. It wasn't it wasn't either good nor bad. But the whole point was, you, if you remember Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, they write the song that unites the universe and creates world peace. Well, it turns out in the end, the daughters write it like uh, number three is they're pushing up on the, the point where they are supposed to have written the song and they haven't written it yet. So they're married and they have daughters and they go back in time and the daughters do this. And, and at the, the end of the day, the daughters, it's like, again, female empowerment, which nothing wrong with that. But it just feels cheap. It just feels like, oh, we're living in the age of Me Too and Woke. So let's write a script that is all like it just takes away everything about Bill and Ted for no reason at all, for absolutely zero reason. Like they were supposed to write the song and now, oh, they didn't because their daughters did. Yeah, I I, I, I never saw them. I, I, again, most sequels, I just I just have no fucking interest in, you, you know? Yeah. You, what, what if they really wanted to get me like, hey, just be like, hey, we got Keanu Reeves and the guy from Bill and Ted and we're just writing Alex another Winter. movie with, with both of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean just yeah. go that route. So, all right, should we jump into some news, my friend? Yeah, let's do it. All right. The uh, so many huge stories this week, just big. And when I say that, I mean, I plucked out stories that were smaller because the big news, obviously, is Derek Chauvin. Uh, everyone's talking about that. So let's talk about something else for a while. We can talk about that later. But um, let's just, I let's think start. he was he should have been found guilty. I was glad that's my hot take on it. Yeah, that's my hot take, too, is uh, I everybody was posting there. Their, their, all I did was I went and found a quote from the movie Field of Dreams, and I posted that. It was, uh, I think, Amy Madigan, I think, is the actress saying, all right, way to go, America. I love you. I'm proud of you. I mean it. And that that was my stand. It's like, yeah, that's how I feel. All right, Jake, you are in luck, my friend, because of where you live. I went this... with a quote from Teal, Field of Dreams, too. Uh, kneeling on people until they die. Dick move. Dick move. So it was a weird sequel. It's a weird sequel. This uh, news story that we're opening with did not make big news anywhere. If if it's going to make big news, it should be by you. Manhattan is going to stop prosecuting prostitution in part of nationwide shift. They're not legalizing prostitution yet, but they are no longer going to prosecute prostitution or unlicensed massage putting uh, the weight of one of the most high-profile law enforcements in the United States behind the growing movement to change the criminal justice system's approach to sex work. Well, the governor gets a lot of those, and he felt it was hypocritical to lock people <laughs> up for it. I would have gone with the Robert Kraft comment also, but uh, yeah, what an irony that uh, the, the Cuomo likes uh, touchy-feely stuff, and suddenly it's going to be legal, or at least unregul uh, un un decriminalized. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like I, um, I I I I think we've always had a hard time in this country, kind of humanizing sex workers, 
So it's, it's a weird thing. Even even when that guy shot up those massage parlors, it, it kind of got turned into, oh, well, he did it because they were Asian. Really? Two of them weren't. They yeah. were all and he even said, like, I'm doing this because I fucking hate sex workers. And it's it's just a it's a thing. But it went, no, no, we can't feel bad for for, you, you know, sex um, workers. That has to we have to add the it, Asian have, twist to, to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's just like um, it's it leads to a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of uh, violence uh, against women and all that so um i i, I yeah i I, th I think the sunlight's the best disinfectant if it's if it's legal you can uh you, you know you can you can monitor it you can regulate it uh you if it tax a, it right i mean the same the same argument you, you know what i mean that um that's making people make for for, for abortion a the uh, my body my choice b yeah people die in back alley abortions well the back alley version of prostitution um involves a lot of human trafficking and pimps uh, abusing exactly. women and not letting them leave and so i you know make make every um make every whorehouse the bunny ranch that's what i said and and you and i have talked about this in the past and i'll, I'll use the exa same exact example i have used in the past i maybe in my entire life have watched a cumulative total of one episode of whatever reality bunny ranch show there was like i saw five minutes here or five minutes there i would i would sort of turn it on and watch for two minutes and turn it off but one of these segments i saw they followed this woman from los angeles and she was smoking hot and she said yeah i think i'm gonna give sex work a try and they interviewed her and like why do you want to do this and she goes i don't know i just I don't know maybe just try it and she shows up at the bunny ranch and over the course of the day she is there, she decides she doesn't like it. Like she sees the clients come in and they're like, oh, baby, I want to fuck you. And she's like, um, yeah, I'm going to take a pass on you. And she had that right. The thing with the bunny ranch is the women have the power. The guy can say, I'd like number four. And number four can say, yeah, I'm going to take a pass. And she didn't do anything. And she left and said, not for me. And that's what legalization and regulation does is it gives all the power to the sex worker. It's not a pimp saying you're going to fuck this guy no matter what. It's the women saying, I will do this. I will not do that. I will do him. I won't do him. You get a choice. And I, I see nothing wrong with that. See, I want to see Coming to America 3 where the princess of Zamundia comes over and just pretends she's just a lowly hooker from Detroit. You, you know what I mean? And she she gets involved in sex work and stuff, finds a pimp she really likes. And uh, the pimp is like, but I can't I can't marry a lowly, lowly bitch from Detroit. Ah, it's I mean, you, you know, I can't even make her my, my my bottom bitch, as they say. And then he does make her his bottom bitch. And then it turns out my bottom bitch is rich. She's a princess. And then they fall in love and live happily ever after. Yes, I would like that twist. You and I need to start writing that, my friend. We'll we'll start the pitch meeting when we're done. Yeah, and and, we'll and uh, kind of along the way, she starts falling in love with uh, Governor Cuomo, and, <laughs> and then the rich father comes over, and she's like, "My daughter will not marry a lowly governor, especially one with stupid nipple rings and a bunch of fucking sexual assault allegations." You know, right? And, well, and, and she'll yeah. be eighteen, nineteen, coming into her own, and he's Cuomo, seventy. So yeah, that's that's the he's all creepy into her, like, "Ooh, I like young meat." And uh, but Papa, I love Governor Cuomo. Yeah. It's it's going to be a whole it's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> well, either way, get your prostitution on, Jake. Story number two. Well, you know, we used to praise Donald Trump. And uh, this week we're praising Ted Cruz. 
Everybody on Twitter was angry at Ted Cruz. I don't understand it. I admire the guy. I wish I could be as nakedly hypocritical as him. I wish I could lie through my teeth like he does and without any shame. I have a conscience. I have a soul. I, I have a memory. So I can't act the way Ted Cruz does. And it makes me jealous. He went out and issued a statement in anger saying, how dare the Democrats consider packing the courts? Re you didn't see Republicans doing that when we were in power. Oh, really? Oh, really? Merrick Garland, maybe at the at the bookend of the Trump presidency, when Obama was leaving, you didn't give Merrick Garland. And then when uh, when Trump was leaving, you pushed through Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, really? You didn't act like assholes. Fuck you. People get angry. But I, I they, his followers are so stupid that they'll listen and believe him. They have the memory of a goldfish. They don't care if they do it. They feel it's justified and they they're unashamed about it. And I wish I had that in me. I don't know why people get angry at him. I think it's to be admired, the, the naked hypocrisy and lying. I love it. Ted Cruz made that statement to Fox News over Zoom uh, while being blown by a lady boy in Cancun. He, uh, <laughs> he, he didn't give a fuck. And saying that he was representing his uh, constituents while doing so. Yeah. He paid for it with taxpayer dollars, that fucking guy. Didn't even do it in New York where it's legal by God. Yeah, legal now. But I mean, don't you admire him too? Is is there? I do you understand why people get angry over this still. Do you think? I get it. Maybe back in the day, you'd get angry when a politician lied. But I don't. Maybe everybody that's angry is fifteen years old and they just have no life experience or they haven't lived yet. I I don't know what what or maybe they just have no life and what they do is get angry. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, politicians going to pack the courts, man. It's the way it goes. It's the way it's yeah. always gone. Whoever's ever since the first coming to America movie, uh, whoever was in the fucking White House tried to get in as many Supreme Court justices as they could. Uh, they could either get to die of old age or uh, by poisoning them. And secretly. yes, yes, yes. Well, speaking of anger uh, and uh, not hypocrisy, but uh, my favorite news story of the week was this. I, I, I absolutely love it when an asshole likes acts like an asshole. Uh, apparently the Simpsons, which I have not watched in years and years, um, they ran a parody of Morrissey and really showed him in a negative light and Morrissey flipped out and they updated his statement. He, he want, he's think he, he was, he said, where's his quote? Oh, there it is. He was thinking of suing the Simpsons, but such a lawsuit quote requires more funding than I could possibly muster in order to make a challenge. I mean, come on. The Simpsons make fun of you and your response is to. <laughs> he decided to pull back the lawsuit when his lawyers told him this will be more difficult to win than Derek Chauvin's case. Uh, I, I'm not going to be able to do this for you. But I mean, <laughs> it's a good line. I mean, it's such um, in a way it is like Ted Cruz. You know, Ted Cruz is going to act like Ted Cruz. Morrissey's going to act like Morrissey. So when you make fun of him, when you create a character that's based on him that says, hey, this guy's an asshole, to act like an asshole, it, I mean, if you, if you really want to show up The Simpsons, what you do is you laugh and go, ah, they did a pretty good job. That's pretty funny. Good job, guys. And you, you ignore it and it goes away. When you, when you raise a stink, then like I, like I said, I haven't seen The Simpsons in forever because it's, this was a really so good bad. episode. It was. It? Yeah. 
It was a really good episode. It was? See, it made yeah. me want to watch that episode. I'm like, well, now I'm curious in The Simpsons because it's in the news. If you you have the opportunity to turn it into news or let it go away. If they had said, hey, what did you think of that thing? He could have said, oh, I didn't see it. Oh, was it funny? And left it at that, and it would it would have just completely disappeared. Instead, there were two full days of Morrissey whines and complains and acts like a little bitch. And it made me want to see it. I don't think he understands negativity works. It drives up interest. Yeah, he should have just taken his mouth shut and kept the beating. He should have kept his mouth shut and just taken the beating, man, because, yeah, um, the Internet's going to pile on you, man. You haven't really. Uh, I, I, I don't think he's noticed what the fuck happens on social media. And if, if he would have kept his mouth shut, he would have just had that one episode. It would have been it. Most of the people watching The Simpsons, like if they're younger than like 40, good chance they don't even really know who the fuck Morrissey is. Right. And this right. would have just been one more Simpsons episode with a super old reference. Uh, yeah, that's it. And if he would have kept his mouth shut, he would have just had The Simpsons doing it. Now he's he's really poking the bear and he's going to get the internet coming after him. And God help Morrissey if if Family Guy or the South Park guys go after him. The Simpsons. Oh. That's yeah. those those are fucking gloves on. You, you know what I mean? Those, those are those are. You're jacks. wearing the training pads, the the puffy. Yeah, dude. The South Park guys would have had him weeping into a fucking clan hood. They would have <laughs> had him passing out vegan dogs in Charlottesville. You know, like it, right. they would have had him like dressed in a, as a fucking Nazi in Auschwitz, rambling to the other Nazis about eating the fucking veggie burgers. Like it would have been ridiculous. But he got all butthurt over the Simpsons. Well, I mean, you're right. Maybe he doesn't understand how the Internet works, but literally to anybody listening, if someone goes after you, best thing to do is to laugh it off because just by hitting, you know, back, all you're going to do is raise its profile. I mean, yeah, that's literally you're taking the beating, Morrissey. All right. Uh, next story. I when I when I sent this story, I remember having a uh, um, something in my head with which to talk about. And I don't remember what it was now. So I'm going to hopefully we will come up with something together. But Peloton, I remember when it was ha happened a couple weeks ago was in the news. Um, what happened? A young child that someone took a video of a young kid getting sucked under a Pel Peloton treadmill. And so there was all I this talk. Find the of video was the kid okay? Did it have to go? Yeah, to yeah. The kid. Work? I mean, he got hurt. Not like the kid was yeah. killed, but uh, that would have been huge news. Well, the whole thing is, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but I, I've run on treadmills. My mom owns a treadmill. My kids have tried to come around the treadmill, and they know they're not supposed to. Now, kids will be kids, but it's the whole. Why do you need a warning label on? Uh, a hair dryer that says do not use in the shower. It's because we're that fucking dumb. It's a treadmill. Of course, small children and pets should not be here near it. It's just a given. So I, I think the reason I sent you the story is I loved the fact that everybody was screaming about Peloton and, oh, it's not safe for kids and pets and kids and pets. And the headline is Peloton CEO fiery response to U.S. Uh, safety agency treadmill warning. He just sort of came out and was, fuck you guys. It's a treadmill. 
we put a thing on it right here that says this is a treadmill. It has moving parts, children, animals, you know, don't come near it when it's moving. It should be one for one person. So fuck you with all your righteous anger because a kid got hurt. A kid it's got a hurt. treadmill, it's, not a babysitter. Fuck off. Right. A kid got hurt. He said, that's horrible. We're investigating. We don't want kids to ever get hurt. That said, don't blame us for the user's fault mistake. And it is a user mistake. It's a tragic user mistake, but kids are going to be kids. They're going to play. They're going to fuck around. You can't make the entire world safe for three-year-olds. You just can't. Yeah, it's weird to watch the Peloton outrage, you know, um, on one screen, right? Like okay. watching the news story and all that, and then watching Jaws on the other screen. You know, just parents going, you don't close the goddamn beaches. <laughs> oh, just because one kid got eaten. Right. Fuck you. <laughs> I just get love back the fact in the goddamn water, Billy. I don't want to get back in the water. I told you, Jim, this goddamn that goddamn Jimmy Carter's turning our kids into fairies. That's what's going on here. It wasn't like that when I was a boy <laughs> under Eisenhower, when eight year olds were men, when they were men, Billy, get those floaties off. You look like a homosexual, Billy. You look like a homosexual. I fought in World War Two when I was eight years old or World War One or the Crimean War, something like that. Um I think My well, I mother delivered me onto a onto a moving peloton surrounded by sharks because we were men back in those days. I think the reason I sent you the story is we live in an era where everybody apologizes for everything. So I like the fact that the CEO came out with a statement that was like, I'm not apologizing for this. It's tragic. It sucks. I'm not going to make light of it. But fuck you for trying to blame me and my company for this. You know, I think that's what I respected is. I like more and more yeah, people him. that are coming out and not just immediately knee jerk apologizing and, 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 and supplicating and asking for forgiveness. If you fuck up, yeah, say you're sorry, but when you don't fuck up, you shouldn't have to say your story. And I think that's what I liked about this is the Peloton. He came out and he said he, he did not kowtow to the mob of anger and how dare Peloton make a fitness thing. You know, I'm surprised the mob didn't say how dare Peloton create this uh, fat shaming device. They went with the kid angle because the kid got hurt. But, uh, you know, I'm next up is all exercise machines are going to be um, insensitive to uh, obese Americans or whatever the politically correct term is. Right. Yeah. The, the next Peloton commercial would have to be. Um, Lizzo sitting next to a Peloton, not running on it. She uses it to get to get pizza from one side of the room to the other. It just fucking it just it just it just puts she just sits at the end of the Peloton with her mouth open and it just like a conveyor belt. Just new man on the Minnesota Vikings. And that would have to be their commercial. Jesus Christ. I did not see that one coming, but holy fuck balls. Uh, that's hung over, Jake. Imagine if you had a monster in you, how fast you would have hit something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be doing I'd be doing a whole fucking Lizzo parody song right now. All right. Well, final news story. Uh, it's got to be Alabama. Of course, it's Alabama. There is a lawmaker in Alabama who is trying to overturn a 28 year ban on. No, not child brides. That's still legal in Alabama. You can still marry a 13-year-old. Of course you can. No, no. He's trying to end a 28-year ban on yoga in public schools because the claim was that it would lead to Hinduism. If you have yoga in gym class, 
you will expose kids to the risk of converting to Hinduism. Yoga is a very big part of the Hindu religion. And if this, oh, no, that's, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I read this wrong the first time I read it. I thought the yoga ban was in place uh, originally because of a fear of Hinduism, which it was. But this quote is from recent, where this quote is, yoga is a very big part of the Hindu religion. And if this bill passes, then instructors will be able to come into classrooms as young as kindergarten and bring these children through guided imagery, which is a spiritual exercise. So they're still afraid of Hinduism. <laughs> this is a recent quote where they're saying, oh, my God, if they allow yoga in gym class, our kids will become Hindu. <laughs> And we'd much rather have them fucked by the priest with our Christianity, uh, our Catholicism. Yeah, one guy was even quoted at the bottom going, um, our children should not be worshiping the force. That is an ideologue. That little green bastard is the Antichrist. He is lifting things with his mind. Okay, he's he's teaching Luke to to do lightsaber. And then they had to fucking correct him. Like, no, it's, it's Yoda. It's totally different. Exactly. Yoda's but I mean I, I love the fact in, that I read this wrong. I, I I get that when they passed the bill against yoga, they said, ooh, we're afraid of Hinduism. But the fact that they still want to, that there are people, in, it's not like a no-brainer where it's like, oh, yeah, we did something stupid 28 years ago. All right, I suppose we should. There are people still. And then there's another down here. Uh, I like the idea of whoever originally passed that bill, like their, their rebellious teenage son is like, you, you, you know, instead of instead of getting high, and and listening to metal, they they're just in the lotus pose, you, you know, with with fucking flute music on it. Fuck you, Dad! I'm getting into sun salutation now, you know, and just fucking stretching it, doing yoga. Teenage rebellion takes a twist, yes. But I love this this part at the bottom. Uh, conservative groups with Christian lawyers uh, quote say quote. Yoga can be dangerous, causing injuries, death from stroke, and psychotic episodes. Yes, I uh, psychotic episodes because of all the yoga I've been doing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And what? Okay, first of all, what can't cause injuries? Anything. Walking up the stairs can cause an injury. Yoga can injure if you fuck up and try... I, maybe one of these conservative Christian lawyers tried to do yoga to blow themselves like that SNL sketch with Will Ferrell and, and, you know, hurt their neck. And that's why they're against it. I have no idea, but God bless Alabama for, for giving us this entertainment. Yeah. They're going to catch that same, uh, that same anti-yoga politician in an airport men's room, fucking stretching one leg behind his fucking head and, uh, <laughs> you know, stretching all crazy. Yeah, just like the anti-gays that uh, they get caught uh, with uh, getting a double-wide stance in Minneapolis bathrooms, uh, tapping their foot, looking for a hookup. Well, all right, so in closing, you recommend the movie Nobody. I'm still considering going to see Jaws. Anything else you want to say to anyone, Mr. Jake? No, I, I, um, I think Amy's done you teaching have to wait out there. You can go get your, uh, your, your monster. I think I can go grab a monster as soon as this is done. Oh, well, nice. Well, let's wrap it up then. Visit jakevevera.com, visit nathantimmel.com, and uh, hit that share button and hit the like button and, and write reviews for us wherever you listen. All right, kids, thanks for tuning in, and we will uh, talk to you next week. Later. <laughs> <laughs>